You are listening to the Daily Homily for Magdala in the Holy Land. Leaving the synagogue, Jesus entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Simon's mother-in-law lay sick with a fever. They immediately told him about her. He approached, grasped her hand, and helped her up. Then the fever left her, and she waited on them. When it was evening after sunset, they brought to him all who were ill or possessed by demons. The whole town was gathered at the door. He cured many who were sick with various diseases, and he drove out many demons, not permitting them to speak because they knew him. Rising very early before dawn, he left and went off to a deserted place where he prayed. Simon and those who were with him pursued him, and on finding him said, Everyone is looking for you. He told them, Let us go on to the nearby villages, that I may preach there also. For this purpose have I come. So he went into their synagogues, preaching and driving out demons throughout the whole of Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. An interesting historical fact is that many synagogues have been uncovered in recent decades in Galilee and around here. Here in Magda, there are two. One of them discovered in 2009 and the other one about three years ago. So there's also one in Chorazin, uh, just further over from Capernaum. And Capernaum, obviously, there's a very big one from a later period, but it implies there was one there before that. And so forth, there, there's another one up in uh, about a mile west of the Mount of Beatitudes on the top of a, a desolate hill and farming area, a bit rough ground, and was also found um, about 2010, 2011. And so it is uh, interesting to see this fact. He went around into their synagogues preaching and driving out demons throughout the whole of Galilee. It was a phenomenon here socially in the towns that there were synagogues. Uh, <clears throat> Here we have the disciples going around with Jesus. They're learning the first steps. We're still in chapter one of Mark's gospel, and he already has them moving from village to village. They're recruited, and they're moving with him. Uh, There's no time to, to waste. It's like get into the action, see it happening. And they're discovering both him and eventually the role they themselves will have. And I think we have a similar type of context here in Uh, the book of Samuel, where Eli is old, sleepy, weak, tired. He has lost his eyesight. And Samuel is a young boy. Yesterday and the day before, we had the readings about his mother, how she received the gift of this child. And now uh, she has returned yesterday with him to the temple and left him there at three years of age. So years are passing by. Time is moving on. And Samuel is a, is a boy in the temple in Shiloh. And there he is uh, having this, uh, while he's asleep, a voice calling him, Samuel, Samuel. And he answered, here I am. And Samuel ran to Eli because he thought it was Eli was calling him over in the next room. And he said, you call me. And I didn't call you, go back to sleep. And this happened three times. And, And there we see Eli, who is this person of experience in the ways of God, uh, weak and tired, 
no longer has his eyesight, but he knows God is calling this boy. That's very interesting. And then he encourages him. Not only does he know, but he encourages him. It's a discernment. Discerning when God is calling. Not just the first impression, the second impression, the third impression. There's a continual call happening inside his heart. And here we have the beginning of the life of a new minister of God, Samuel, who's going to serve God. Minister means to be less, minus. Um, minor, we have, uh, we have minimal. Those words are etymologically related. And so minister is one who is lower, who is serving God and serving God's people. And there we see Jesus ministering. He goes in and the fever left her after he took his, her hand. So he took her hand when she had fever. It's kind of a tricky business to take somebody's hand if they have a very bad flu. You don't want to get the germs. You don't want to get contaminated. So uh, it's interesting to see that simple attitude of goodness, of kindness, not so the healing quality of Jesus, the strength, the power, the the goodness that comes out in the great simplicity, in a great uh, warmth and closeness. So I suggest today that we pray. We pray for the elderly who are still serving at the end of their lives. And we pray for the young boys starting out, and we pray for the young men like uh, Peter and Andrew and James and John and Philip, and they're going around with Jesus and Italian already from the beginning. They've already been called. And so they're uh, learning the ministry that Jesus is leading them to do, like in the great uh, tradition and the great heritage of great servants of God throughout the history of the scriptures before him. And that we continue today, and we need a lot of help. We're also weak. Some of us are old. Some of us are tired. Some of us uh, we they need new, the new generation, so we can pray also in that sense for an increase in people ready to serve God in his kingdom and to serve in the vineyard, to serve God's people. Thank you for joining us today. If you want to learn more about Magdala, follow us on YouTube and on Facebook.